more out of life. Go out to a movie. A young group of monster fanatics attempt to save their hometown from Count Dracula and his monsters. I gotta talk more. Where's the theme song? Oh, there it is. Welcome back to the Boomstick Video Club podcast. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. It has been a long freaking time. What's up, my nerds? Woo! I was I was hoping that you would say that. Oh man, that's <laughs> that you you have to say that like every time now. <laughs> What's up, my nerds? You guys, it's been a year. I think it Dude, it has been a year since the last crazy. the last episode and we we're happy to be back. We are. Nick, Uncle Nick, is here. Yep. And uh, we got a special episode for you. But first, how you doing, Nick? How you doing, Uncle Nick? What's what's good? What's good in the hood? Dude, it has been a crazy year for me, man. I know. It has <laughs> been. Um, you know, Lord's done a lot of cool things in my life, man. Mm-hmm. I just... Uh, Speak on it. Speak on it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, what I've had to go through with uh, finishing up school, it's been an 11-year journey, getting my teaching license, and That's awesome. all this stuff. So it's been it's been super busy. That's one of the reasons why we haven't been able to get together. It's just schedules mm-hmm. have just been nuts mm-hmm. for us. But uh, I am so excited, especially for this episode. This is a great episode to kick back into it. I think that it's, this is a celebration episode because this is... Uh, this is. Would you say that this is your all-time favorite? Or? You ain't kidding. Yeah, yeah. I would say that this is probably Nick's. In this, uh, in this genre, yes, I would say yes. Okay, gotcha. So, um, yeah, we're just we're just happy to be back and to be alive and life's good and Kingdom Come festivals next weekend and it's summertime and feel good and you want to play good and you hope to play good. <laughs> <laughs> I think we played pretty good yeah, tonight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a bedazzled, bedazzled reference. Brendan Fraser, yeah. yeah. That's oh an underrated. Gosh. That's an underrated movie. It is. I, I think that movie is pretty funny. I do too. That would be a that would be an interesting episode to talk about. Talk on. Might be in there in the future episodes. We'll see. Yeah, maybe. You never know. Tell them what you just got, Mike. Oh well, um, this summer, um, my wife and I will be doing a local production of. Uh, Jimmy Buffett's musical, Escape to Margaritaville. Woohoo! So that will be, that'll be a lot of fun. And anybody in the Kokomo, Indiana area, or Greentown, or even Carmel, Indiana, wherever, we're doing it um, the weekend of August 25th, I believe. It's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Indiana University, Kokomo, the Havens Auditorium. So... 
If you're interested, come on over and check it out. That should be fun. We're excited. I am definitely excited. I'm a pair of heads. Yes. If I wasn't so busy with uh, all the stuff I just kind of talked to you guys about, I would have tried out for this thing. Heck yeah. Maybe maybe they'll throw me in as an extra in the background. I don't know. We'll see. Heck yeah. I will definitely be there that Friday to uh, support them. I am, st- and I'm going to tell you guys something because he's too humble to admit it. <laughs> Mike has one of my favorite voices, and Aww. I'm not saying that because he's my brother and I love him. He seriously does, and he has a lot of talent. And Mariah has a beautiful voice, and she has a lot of talent. And I mean, we are blessed to have a lot of very talented people in the Howard County area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Como that's Civic true. Theater. Is really awesome. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really is. And definitely come out and support the arts, folks. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's so much... It's better just to come see things live, I think. Oh, yeah. We get yeah. so used to seeing stuff on a screen. Just there's nothing like seeing live theater, live musicals. Kind of gets you swept away for one moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just... It's really cool. And like I said, it's nonprofit stuff. They just... You know, because it takes a lot of money to put these productions on. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, and people don't get paid. Yeah. And so anybody who come out and support would be wonderful. I don't even realize we were going to do a plug-in. That's for okay. Civic yeah, Theater, yeah, we're just chatting. We are. Mm-hmm. So definitely do that. And, yeah, you got Mikey K and Uncle Nick will be there Friday. And, hey, afterwards, we'll sign autographs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> come check it out. Come say hi to us. That'd be wonderful. We'd love to see all of you out there. That was sweet. Thank you so much. I appreciate that, Nick. Oh, now I'm going to cry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's what we do for family. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Okay, let's get into it, I guess. So, like we said before, we're talking about uh, the 1987 cult classic Monster Squad. You know who to call when you have ghosts. But who do you call when you have monsters? We're the Monster Squad. What's a squad? It's like Miami Vice, I think. They're young and inexperienced. Naughty virgin! They're a bit disorganized. Monsters are not real. We don't know that, sir. 2,000-year-old dead guys do not get up and walk away by themselves! But when strange things start happening in town... There's a monster in my closet. Ooh! Look at that big, scary monster! This movie was directed by Fred Decker, and uh, I didn't even... I didn't even realize this, but... Fred Decker is, he is an incredible and legendary director. Yes, he um, is. He directed Night of the Creeps. He directed... Another one of our favorite movies, yeah, by the way. Heck yeah. He directed RoboCop 3. Oh, yeah. He directed several episodes. He directed several episodes of Tales from the Crypt. Yes. Um, so the guy's a total legend. Oh, yeah, he I is. didn't even, re- <laughs> even realize oh, yeah. when I was doing research, I was like, oh, my gosh, this guy is doing, he's doing a bunch of stuff that I love. Like, yeah. And I didn't even realize it. So that's yeah. cool. He uh, was rejected from two film schools. He kept at it, kept pursuing his dream, kept on doing uh, what he wanted, directing movies that he wanted to do. And he finally found success after like years and years of being rejected. So that's another cool little tidbit. Perseverance. Absolutely. Builds character. It does. So they say. Uh, 
And I don't know, this is something real cool. I'm not sure if you realize this, but um, Monster Squad actually has a shout out in, in Night of the Creeps because I guess they were, he was filming both movies kind of sort of close together. Yes. Um, Night of the Creeps came out first, I believe. Yes, it did. And, the, and uh, um, this is just all stuff that I was just reading about. And I, and I didn't even, I had no idea. The first time I saw Night of the Creeps, I didn't even realize this. But the bathroom scene mm-hmm. with the slugs, like yeah. on the bathroom, like crawling into the, the dude that's on, sitting on the toilet. Yeah. Um, like that scene, he, he kicks the door open and there's graffiti written on the uh, bathroom wall that says, Go see Monster Squad. If you rewind it back, you'll you'll see what I'm talking about. It's pretty, wow, yeah. I'm gonna have to check that out. Yeah. I mean, you know, I've seen that movie so many times. I was like, it's just maybe something my subconsciously don't think about. Yeah, yeah, I did not even realize that. Like, I I've seen Night of the Creeps multiple times, but <laughs> totally missed that. So yeah, I think it's also in the trailer. All you gotta do is look up the trailer for um, uh, Night of the Creeps, and you'll you'll see that on the on the wall in the bathroom. It's pretty cool. Um. Okay, so now I want to ask you, Nick, um, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Uh, I would have to say it was, it was definitely after it came out. See, mm-hmm. in 87, I would have only been two years old. So <laughs> I know I saw it around, I think, 1990. I definitely would have remembered. 1991, somewhere mm-hmm. around there. So I was like five or six. Yeah. You know, you guys remember those old VHS blank tapes? Mm-hmm. That you could put whatever you wanted on. Yeah, of course. Well, I used, you know, <laughs> we'd have a VCR, and for whatever reason, that movie came on. I'm not sure if it came on uh, HBO or whatever it was, but we recorded it on a VHS tape for years. I had that VHS. That tape. was your copy of the that movie. That was my copy on the blank tape. Yeah, mm-hmm. so that's, that's cool. so that's a good shout out because you know we like to collect those things and Heck stuff. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's how I first got it, and then. I remember it was around, it was, it was sometime, I think, oh, it was after high school. Mm-hmm. I think I was in college the first time. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I, first time I, used to, I used to go to Best Buy, and I would go there on every Tuesday. They'd have like new movies and new, new uh, music releases. I'd mm-hmm. go like every Tuesday just to check things out. And I remember one specific Tuesday or something like that. I think it was around in October. That uh, I was looking through the section and I see this DVD that said Monster Squad and I was like, no way. Mm-hmm. Haven't seen that in a while. <laughs> right. Well, I still had the VHS tape, but you got to mm-hmm. think that thing's really. Yeah, you probably wore that out. <laughs> I wore that out really bad. Yes. So I was like, no way. And I looked it up and I kind of looked at it and I turned around on the back. I had a couple still photos. I was like. This is the movie. Like I remember, like I like I think I scared somebody next to me <laughs> because they were like looking. So I was like, "This is the movie." You freaked out. Yeah, and so that's the I one. That. That's the slipcase that has like the all the monsters like in a like a like a V shape like yes. that type of thing. Yeah, and then uh, the head, the head, uh, the head, uh, the head character Sean mm-hmm. uh, is holding a lantern. But his back's to you, so he's kind of like layering it up, and the monsters are kind of coming toward him. That's so right. It's, it's yeah. a really cool, cool uh, mm-hmm. case. The DVD that I have, it doesn't look that cool. It's like <laughs> it, it, it. The cover's still cool. It's like an animated picture of all the monsters, 
but it doesn't look I, I I've seen that DVD that you're talking about and I, I missed out on that when it first when it when that was first released so but yeah that's dope the first time I saw it was way more recent um, uh, the, <laughs> the first I mean Nick and I watched this just to give you guys some uh, clarity Nick and I both watched this together a few weeks ago so the movie's more fresh it's a lot more fresh in our minds the first time I saw it was, uh, I think, three three years ago. Three or four years wow, ago. three years ago. And I, <laughs> yeah, and that was the first time I actually watched it on Hulu. It was on uh, Hulu's um, uh, Huluween. It was featured on there. So I checked it out, and I just I fell in love with it. And, I, and when I rewatched it a few weeks ago, I loved it even more, fell in love with it even more. Okay, so... Um, I think I know what your answer to this is going to be, Nick. Um, actually, I definitely know. Um, out of all the monsters, who's your favorite? I don't know. <laughs> that would be a hard one to figure out. I know, it's kind of a dumb question. I mean, if you know Nick at all, it's kind of a stupid question. That would definitely be the monster that howls. <laughs> <laughs> when did your um, love of werewolves start? It yeah. was that movie. It was that. It was Monster Squad. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was Monster Squad. So I would say I think it was 1990 when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. 1990 was a really interesting year because uh, that was also the first time I saw the the original It because the original It was released oh, yeah. in 1990. Yeah. And I yeah. saw it when I was five too. I didn't see that one until a couple years later when they replayed it on TV. But I that was like the one of the first horror things that I ever saw. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, that's where I remember it. Mm-hmm. And stuff, and just a side bit of information: the guy who played him, I off the top of my head, I can't remember his name in real life, but he actually was also in a movie in 1985 that I love called Real Genius with Val Kilmer. Oh, okay. And uh, he played he played Laszlo, and he was like this really really intelligent guy that like worked out problems down in the down in the steam tunnels. You mm-hmm. have to see the movie, but the movie's really good if you like movies. If you okay. like Val Kilmer, <laughs> like right in the smack dab, because he did that, and then right after that, he did Top Gun. So, um, yeah, so at the very end, you guys may recognize this. This is the famous scene. Mm-hmm. Um, the very end of that movie, uh, they blow up the head of the engineering's department. Uh, they blow up his house with popcorn. <laughs> so you might recognize that. That And it ends with one of the greatest 80s songs, in my opinion, ever. <laughs> and it's Tears for Fears, Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Oh, yeah. That's the best one. So yeah. that's that. That's how the movie ends, with that song. That's ge- so just genius. What is it? Just geni- Real Genius. Real Genius. Okay, gotcha. R-E-A-L and then Genius. I'll have to check Val it out. Filmer. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites. Everybody. But he played the Wolfman. Oh, okay. And so, gotcha. You know, I, I remember seeing that movie. I saw him, and it just kind of remembered things like that. So, yeah, the, this movie, Wolfman, hands down. Any movie that has Tears for Fears in it also has got to be a good one. Uh, <laughs> I think for me, um, it might be Dracula. I, I I love the actor who played him, and I just I, I just think he looks he looks scary and intimidating, and uh, um, for. Uh, Oh, Nick just found the uh, 
Nick just found found the um, the clip of night the night of the creeps trailer that has the graffiti. Actually, it says it doesn't say go see Monster Squad. It just says go, go Monster, Monster Squad. Squad. So yeah, with an exclamation point. <laughs> that's close enough though. But that's really, that's such <laughs> yeah. a cool. That's such I love. That's one thing you know about Mike and I. We love Easter eggs. Yeah, like so any type of things that people throw in. Easter eggs movies, are awesome. They're, yeah. they're fun. Yeah, so that's cool. Um, yeah, thanks for looking that up. Yeah, I, I just wasn't... had to look that up because I want to see where it was exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that was just in the trailer. So mm-hmm. Mike was right about that. So just yeah. go check out. Yeah, go to the Night of the Creeps trailer. You'll see it. It yeah. says the boys Monster Squad. The, the one boy is falling out of... He's in the bathroom and he yeah. falls off the toilet and falls face first. That's where and that he, scene like, is. And he looks forward and that's where you're going to see it. Okay, cool. So if anybody wants to check that out. Yeah, definitely check that out. I, I love stuff. Directors are fun when they sneak stuff in like that. I love I love stuff like that. But yeah, Count Dracula, probably my favorite. I just, I think he's... he's he was a Canadian actor. Or he's oh, really? a Canadian actor. Yeah, he's from Canada. He just did a great job. Like, like I will, we'll get, we'll get to this in a second. We'll talk about like all of the rights and the, the issues with the, the universal rights of using the monsters and everything. We'll talk about that in a second. But um, the actor that they chose to play Dracula, he just, he did a great job. He fit the character perfectly. It was great. And super scary, I think. And you think about it, he did. He put a different twist on Dracula mm-hmm. as well, and so it's it's neat to see his his take on it mm-hmm. and stuff. And there is this is another um, this is another plug. I'm telling you, if uh, you go on streaming services, you can look up Wolfman's Got Nards, and we'll talk more <laughs> about that later as oh, far yeah. as quotes. But that is an entire documentary on monster squad oh it is i need to check that out i haven't seen it i've seen only part of it Mm. and i was gonna buy it you could buy it on amazon or i could see it on my streaming service so i went and just watched part of it on my streaming service i'll have to check that out uh, yeah in there they talk a lot about things because i didn't realize that the guy who played dracula that's what i'm getting back to Mm -hmm. he's six foot five Oh, yeah, and you can I'm, tell. Yeah, so, like, I mean, you, you can tell, and I'm like, man, he looked kind of big. Yeah, he is big. Yeah. So, I mean, that right there is an intimidating factor. That makes sense, you know? yeah. Yeah. I I loved it. I thought he was great. Um, okay, uh, I'm just going to... I downloaded a uh, just a plot synopsis of the movie, so I'm just going to read that for you guys. If you guys aren't familiar with uh, the movie itself... Um, we're not gonna spoil the movie because I really want you guys to check this out. I, I don't I don't want to give too much away um, because this is just fantastic movie for you to check out. Go ahead. Just wanted to throw in because we were talking about the height of him being a vampire. I looked it up. Yeah, go ahead. Bella yeah. Lugosi, who played the original Dracula, was only six foot one. Oh, okay. Which, if you think about it, back then that's pretty tall mm-hmm. as well. But now you got six foot five. So it's just kind of a retrospect of like sure. the original Dracula when we think of it with the cape and everything, Bela Lugosi, and then he was he was only six one compared to six five. Six so, five, yeah, yeah. I think they made the right choice. Yeah. By the way, um, um, if you guys haven't seen Renfield, check it out. I think Nicolas Cage was a good Dracula. Um, Still I'm, have not seen it, but we need to. Mike's going to have to watch it again. So yeah, watch it with him. Of course, I'm going to. I loved it. I'm, I would watch it 50 times. But yeah, I, I think that you you guys should check that out if you haven't. Underrated um, actor, yeah. Nicholas Cage. Yeah, he was. Uh, he, I, I know he's he, he gets he gets crapped on because he's such a 
he takes on such weird roles, but I think he should be taking on weird roles all the time because he's just so good. he's so good at it. But uh, yeah, it was good. And that's funny. It. That's funny that he played Rimfield because one of his first movies when he finally in is called Vampire's Kiss. Mm. That's so, an insane movie. But yes. yes. So he's in that movie too. So it's not his first time in playing a, a vampire, vampire type yeah. of movie. Yeah. Definitely check that out. Okay. So, um plot of the movie, not gonna spoil a whole lot, but um a young group of monster fanatics, young boys. Like they... a Nick. I mean <laughs> Yeah, might as, might as well be us. That's probably why we love it so much. Yep. Um a young group of monster fanatics attempt to save their hometown from Count Jock Dracula and the rest of the classic Universal monsters. In this specific story, one day out of every century, the forces of good and evil come to a balance, and an ancient indestructible amulet becomes vulnerable. Whenever this happens, it has the power to release Count Dracula, leading to the awakening of... All the other monsters as well, um, which, yeah, eventually leads to all of them waking up. Meanwhile, the Monster Club leader, Sean, gets a hold of the diary of legendary monster hunter Dr. Abraham Van Helsing. Yes! <laughs> the problem is that uh, the whole thing is written in German. So... <laughs> They get the idea to go across the street to and talk to the quote unquote scary German guy is what the is what the monster squad calls him, and um, so yeah, without spoiling absolutely everything, that's the gist of the plot. Yep. So and uh, they got to figure out a way to send the monsters back mm-hmm. to where they came from. Yeah, I guess the amulet, um, the the amulet basically. Um, it mainly mainly awakens like the power of Dracula, and then Dracula kind of more or less helps all the other monsters. Come. Kind of summons everybody. Yeah, yeah. Once yeah. he's once he gets going, he has kind of the he kind of knows where everybody is and gets people. It's I they all kind of feed off of that. Yes. Yeah. So which makes sense because he's like the leader of the monsters in most circles. So mm-hmm. so basically like. The movie starts off with a flashback, like of like I think it's old timey Dracula times, yes. and then they kind of introduce the amulet and what it is to give it's you. Eighteen eighty seven, yeah, is what it is. So because it's every hundred years, and then it flashes forward to the boys, the 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 young young kids, and um, out of I wanted to ask you this out of the out of all the kids, uh, who do you th- who do you think I think I know who your favorite's gonna be, but. Do you have have a favorite of the Monster Squad in general? Well, I love I love uh, Sean because he's the main character. But sure, yeah, that's what I figured. If, if you guys ever see the movie, it's Rudy, hands down. Rudy, yeah. <laughs> Rudy is my favorite the guy who plays him. Uh, I always was a fan of his because there used to be. I keep going on these plugs. You're fine. He was a singer <laughs> We're just and dancer. Talking. <laughs> he was a singer and dancer on a show called Kids Incorporated. Oh, I don't remember Kids Incorporated. He was on there, so I remember watching him that, and oh then my. he played like the cool fourteen-year-old because he's fourteen at the time, and the kids are twelve. So there's a big difference between. Oh my gosh! You just Nick, Uncle Nick just unlocked a nostalgic door in yep. my brain. I haven't thought about that show 
Holy crap. You guys are like listening to a live reaction of me like, holy crap, Kids Incorporated. I haven't even thought about that in forever. That's crazy. <laughs> so that was, Rudy was one of those. He is one of those kids. One of those and kids. So I watched him with that and then, you know, so I've seen that show and then he, he has this iconic thing and I'm not trying to blow anything, but. There's this there's this scene where he's helping one of the kids out. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, we might talk more about it. But yeah, we can go ahead and talk about that because that's towards the beginning. That's not really spoiling anything. Like it's uh, what's they always call? I feel bad for the kid because they always call the kid the fat fatso or whatever. They call him fat kid. Fat kid. <laughs> but his like, name but his name's Horace. Horace. That's it. Yeah, Horace is getting picked on. And uh, Rudy saves the freaking day. That one of the one of the kids who's picking on him. There's these two kids named EJ and Derek. Yeah. And EJ, you might know, plays the older brother in the Wonder Years. Wonder Years. Yep. With yep. Red Savage. Mm-hmm. So there's another plug of someone you'll know from other shows. Yep. And we'll talk about all the other individual characters as well, and movie, like I said, other movies they've been in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he. Uh, they just give. They're just being bullies. I yeah, mean, it's totally bullies. They just stuff, give him the business. I think they like. They just like. They steal his like, lunch or something like that. Well, yeah. Or? Well, they act like the reporters, and they're mm-hmm. like, and they're like, "Hi." He's like, "What is that, Derek?" And he's like, "Hi, I'm Derek, and I'm out in the street where Fat Cat can't yeah. stop eating. <laughs> fat Cat, yeah. why can't you stop eating?" Just and being he's a like, jerk. Because I have a, a Galangela problem. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> it's like at least I don't have a stupidity problem. <laughs> and then they use words. That I'm not going to repeat on this show. Not nice. That uh, are number one, not nice, but number two, definitely wouldn't fly in yeah. society. <laughs> definitely okay? wouldn't at all. You know, so they use a bunch of words like that, and then all of a sudden, this bike, yeah, this bike comes up, and the tires screech it's like comes rolling up, and then you see these, you see these jeans, and you see they're pulled up like kind of 50s style with uh-huh. white socks and penny loafers. Yeah, and they the the leg goes up with the penny loafers. And the kid slaps a match with his with his foot. Yeah, lights a cigarette. <laughs> totally, okay. totally like a Fonzie type thing. <laughs> and his name's Ryan Lambert. It just occurred to me. Not Ryan Adam Lambert. Adam Lambert's the singer. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it is Ryan Lambert. Yeah. And he just and he pulls his cigarette out and starts smoking it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and he has what I call like the epitome of cool 80s hair. Yeah, absolutely. It's this black wavy hair that I always wish I could have had. It's that very it's that very like um 80s like leather jacket like like hard ass type guy. <laughs> yeah. And he has a, he has a, the sunglasses up in his hair, the mm-hmm. the, the, the black rimmed 50s style glasses. I mean just the epitome of cool. Just when he rolls up you're like, "Okay, here we go." Yeah. But- <laughs> And he's like, I say, and he's like, I see you met my friend Horace. Mm-hmm. You okay, Horace? And he's like, Yep. Because he kind of gets, he kind of gets beat up a little bit at this mm-hmm. point. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what? What they did do? Can I? Can I tell him what yeah. happened? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. So what they? What ends up happening is going back. We're gonna we're gonna backtrack a little bit before Rudy comes into the scene. Ryan Lambert. What they do is they take his candy bar and they flap it on the ground. That's right. And then EJ steps on it and smushes it. Yeah. And Horace, fat kid, calls him an a-hole. Yeah. And then that's when he starts beating him up a little bit. Mm -hmm. And then that's when Ryan Lambert, who plays Rudy, uh, comes up and he's like, dropped your candy bar, EJ. Yeah. And he's like, it's not my candy. And he's like, eat. 
and we'll call it a day. Yeah. And it's so funny because here's this EJ guy acting all hard against Horace. Mm-hmm. He sees Rudy and his voice cracks. He's like, Rudy! Yeah. He's like, voice cracks. He's like, he's like, eat it and we'll call it a day. Mm-hmm. And so he has to pick up the candy bar and he has to eat it and he smushed it with a shoe and all these kids are like, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, for years, like I was dramatized by that. I was like, Anytime there's like a smushed candy bar, I was like, that is so disgusting. <laughs> I never want to eat. Even if I would have like smushed it in my hand, I wouldn't eat it because of that scene. I love it. Yeah. I, I love it because um, Rudy doesn't even have to like punch anybody. He doesn't have to like hurt anybody. All he has to do because of his, his reputation, all he has to do is like say to this bully, eat it. And the the bully totally does. <laughs> yeah, he eats the candy bar that was on the ground. So yeah, Rudy's a BA, and uh, eventually he's not. He at this point he's not currently in the Monster Squad, but he eventually becomes part of the Monster Squad. So that's pretty dope. Um, so yeah, that's one of my. That's also that's one of my favorite moments of the whole movie. Another one of my favorite moments. Um. A little bit off topic from the kids, but it has to do with the monsters. I think it's also one of your favorite moments too, Nick. It's when uh, Dracula first gets unleashed and he's in the plane, oh, and yeah. the the trap door like opens beneath Dracula and he just floats in the air. Yeah, that was pretty cool. <laughs> That's got to be one of my other favorite moments. I don't even know why I like it, but I like. I, maybe I just always liked his voice, but there's the two pilots that are piloting, mm-hmm. and the one guy's scared, and he's like, "I'm gonna go back and check," and he's like, "The other guy's like, I'll just step here and make spooky sounds." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy right there that says that, like, yeah. I don't know why, but I always liked his voice. Uh-huh. I don't know if he ever did any other acting. Probably. Maybe I've seen him in other movies, but I just always, always was like, "I'll be up here and make spooky sounds." One of the dudes, I forget which one it is. I'm not sure if it's the one you're 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 talking about. One of the guys was in The Sopranos, and Mariah and I, my wife, loved that show, and uh, I recognized him right away. I was like, "That's the dude from The Sopranos." That's uh, the that's the that's the guy who goes back and checks. Okay, that's the guy the who sound. went on the yes. yeah. So, um, so that was a cool another cool little. Tidbit. I always like seeing actors that uh, you recognize. It's kind of like a warm hug. Like David Proval. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. There. He plays pilot. He says pilot. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But um, yeah. So that that's yeah. My fa- my two favorite parts in the movie was when Rudy shows up, and then Count Dracula in the plane. Um, okay. Let's talk a little bit about the creature designs. Um, we mentioned a little bit about this, about the, them having to avoid legal trouble. Um, but yeah, the creature designers worked very hard to avoid uh, legal problems with Universal. This movie was made by TriStar, and they had the they had the okay from Universal to use the monster names, but the main catch was they were not permitted to use the exact look of the Universal Monsters. Um, for an example, they couldn't use like the flat top head of Frankenstein's monster. Couldn't use that. Um, so, yeah, it forced the studio to get creative. And overall, 
I think they did a pretty darn good they job. They did a wonderful job. Yeah, I think they really pulled it off. Because now they made their own, their own like, status of how a monster should look. Even, you know? even Frankenstein's monster, like it was different. Like He had he had a little bit of hair, and uh, he was super tall like Frankenstein. But like I don't know. It was just... It was just really well done. It was really cool. And I, was, uh, I thought they did a wonderful job. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. You know, this is stuff that drives me nuts with copyrights and stuff. He got people who are like, yeah, you can use it, but you can't use the exact likeness. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's the deal. You haven't shown these movies in how many years? Mm-hmm. You're right. <laughs> You've been right. back in the vault yeah. since whatever. It- it's you know, all it's all about it's know, all about it just, the dinero. It's it all is, about it's the all money. About the it's like, <laughs> well, you can use it, but not. We, we're glad we have them, but we still have them. You know, I'm like, whatever. I think like just movie studios in general, like they, they <laughs> more times than not, they don't care about the fans. They just care about what makes them the most money. So yeah, it's. I mean, they worked around it. And it turned out to be yeah, awesome. Yeah, they did a wonderful job. And so, I mean, and they did. Mm. They followed the rules, and they did exactly what they were supposed to from, mm. from that perspective. So it worked out well. Mm-hmm. Even uh, the creature from the Black Lagoon, like he was like legit. I thought he looked even like scarier than the original creature. That was pretty dope. Can I tell him something about that? Absolutely. That is Tom Woodruff Jr., who played Gilman. Mm-hmm. He is also the same guy that played Pumpkinhead. Oh, for real? Yes. Oh, that's dope. So the pumpkin head monster, it's the same guy. Oh, that's that's one of my that's one of my all time favorite eighties horror movies. Once again, I saw that on the documentary. I'm telling oh, did you? you? That's what it's on there. Watch that documentary, it shows it. Now I have to watch it. Yeah, Pumpkinhead is like way up there on my list. Um so yeah. Um something else I wanna mention is the Monster Squad's treehouse. Because oh my goodness, yes. It is it is littered with so many horror Easter eggs and posters and I think when we were watching it a few weeks ago, I think Nick you even said I want that treehouse. <laughs> that is one of the reasons I watched the movie. I wanted a treehouse like that where you could climb up there and you could and you had your monster posters and what it could have been just all sports stuff. I didn't care. I right, thought that yeah. treehouse is awesome. <laughs> that was a uh, Really, really cool. I had a clubhouse when I was a kid, but never had anything cool like that, like that treehouse or or the treehouse and Ernest Scared Stupid. That was right. pretty dope too. Yeah, <laughs> it was a mixture between both those, and that'd been the perfect treehouse. Yeah, yeah. I think there's um, I think you had a clubhouse though. I yeah, it was a uh, it was it was at the house on um on in Ivy Hills that uh, I, I grew up in. Um, my dad. Built, I had a bike. My dad. <laughs> I had one of those too. Uh, my dad. My dad built it, and of course, you know, like it wasn't anything special. It was like the. It was just like one room, and then you could climb on top of it and just like play on the roof or whatever. But like, That's yeah, still really cool it, it was cool. Like, like we we went out there. My my sister played in it too, and we like. Um, my sister went a little overboard. She put like carpet in it and everything, and like put uh, a lamp that we had no electricity. I don't even know why she brought that out there, but yeah. Every anytime I see like a treehouse in a movie with like 
posters and I'm like, when, how did these, how did these freaking kids like have the time to like do all this this crap? They didn't. (laughs) They had people when a movie set put them up there. That's exactly right. Why didn't I have, why didn't I have people that build me something like that? (laughs) So yeah, I had to mention the tree house. That's awesome. uh, let's talk a little bit about the character acting. So, apparently, um, two of the monsters, <clears throat> specifically, uh, Dracula and Frankenstein's monster, never broke character when they were acting with the kids. Exactly. Like, they never... Uh, that's, that's just the info I found out. Like, apparently... When they were on set with the adults, obviously they were talking like normal, but whenever they were on screen or like even off screen, just hanging out with the kids, they didn't break character ever. I'm not sure about Dracula, (laughs) but I believe Frankenstein's monster, the kids never saw the guy who played him without his makeup. That's what I read. He was Frankenstein's monster all the time. That's what I read too. Because they kind of had it where um, where they they, kind of separated themselves from the kids. Mm Mm-hmm. A lot of times, and you'll see that in a lot of movies where people will do that to kind of get more into character. Mm-hmm. Uh, an example of that would be like in um, Animal House. <laughs> in Animal House, National Lampoon's Animal House, uh, when they were filming that movie, the people that were like Otter and all them that were in the crazy ones, they kept themselves away from all the people that were in the other things. So they were like two separate fraternities in real life. Oh, that makes sense. I didn't even think and about so that. That's, so they kind of separate themselves, really, and they wouldn't allow the other people to come hang out with them. It's kind of, from what I remember, I'm, I could be off on that, but mm. I believe that was how that is. And so that's what they were doing in Monster Squad. That's dope. Which, if you think about it, you have a bunch of, you got a movie starring a bunch of kids, and if you want to get real reactions out of them, yeah, then yeah, then you're going to do that. You want to talk about um, the scene with Dra- yes. Dracula yes. and the little girl? We got to mention it. We right? have to. Yeah, we can't not. Go ahead. Okay, so there's a scene toward the end of the movie. Uh, long story short, they uh, need a they 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 have this incantation that they have to say. Yeah. With mm-hmm. uh, with this amulet, if you remember earlier, Mike said the amulet is. It, it, it can be destroyed at this point. Mm-hmm. Well, if you do this incantation, and it's in German, and you throw the ambulance, they call, they call it limbo. Mm-hmm. And what it becomes, it becomes a black hole that can suck away anything. And that's the whole idea. It has to be spoken by like a virgin or somebody that's yes. pure. So, and, yeah. and so that's who they have, is they have her name's Phoebe in the mm-hmm. movie. Yeah, She's... Uh, Four years old or five years something old or like something that. like that. She did a great job, by oh, the yeah. way. She was great. So she, so she has, she's saying all these words, uh, just before and everything, and then Dracula's coming after her, just walking right after her. Yeah. Like, and so what they did is they put her on a rise, and she, and they raised her up, but it makes it look like Dracula's grabbing her and holding her up. Yeah. They told her parents <laughs> this is what was going to happen. The little girl had no idea <laughs> that what was going on. <laughs> and so when he when he picks her up and he has those red contacts in yeah. and he's showing his fangs, yeah. what you're seeing is you're seeing a real reaction out of a four or five-year-old yeah. seeing a monster. Because she had no idea what that scene was going to be like. She screams her head off, like right in his face. And you got to think about it. I mean, 
You gotta think he did a great job. You gotta think, man, those parents, yeah. <laughs> what they had to see. Because I'm not right. gonna say there was a profanity that he said. To right, him. he did. He, he called said, her a little me, dude. <laughs> yeah, give me the amulet, you B. You know, and then he does that, and like that's to me is like traumatizing. <laughs> totally, yeah. You know, uh, but she didn't. She had no clue. But that goes back to them kind of keeping them separate to get real reactions she was perfect too and she like oh yeah she did a great job and uh yeah there's a i've, I've actually seen <laughs> i've actually seen t-shirts that have that quote on it with dracula saying that oh, and uh awesome. speaking of speaking of quotes we have to talk about the most famous quote of this movie I'll just say it. Wolfman's got nards. Uh, <laughs> is it? It's Horace. It's Horace that kicks Wolfman in the nuts, right? Yeah, because what what happened <laughs> earlier in the movie? They're they're having a conversation. Sean and his his best friend out of them all are having a conversation about Wolfman, mm. and they're like, Wolfman's a guy. He doesn't go to work and stuff. Right. He wears clothes. And they're like, <laughs> he had to because it was to. Hide his wolf dork, which you guys can figure out what they're talking about. <laughs> That's what they call the wolf dork. But but there but yeah, I mean so so they, they had this whole idea and then the monster uh when they're are we gonna talk about Rudy getting initiated? We can, yeah. Because it, Rudy's gonna get initiated and mm-hmm. we'll talk more about that later, but they give him a quiz. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions is what are the ways you can kill a werewolf? Silver bullet. Yeah. And they said, nope. Nope. Like that. And he's like, that's the only way to do it. That's what Rudy's saying. He's like, no. He said, well, what else? And then they kind of don't know. They're like, old age, power tools. Like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, and they're completely wrong. There is right, only one yeah. way to kill a werewolf, mm-hmm. and it's a silver bullet. Mm-hmm. And that's in any movie, by the yeah. way. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, they were talking about that, and... That kind of got into that conversation. So they're at they're at this old house called on Shadowbrook Road, and uh, they're they're walking in, and the Wolfman jumps right out in front of them, and Horace is right in front of them, and Sean's like, "Kick him in the nards!" He's like, <laughs> "Wolfman's don't have nards. He's just do it, just do it." He kicks him, and he goes, "Oh!" <laughs> He's like, Wolfman's got nards. <laughs> he barrels over and grab, grabs his crotch. Wolfman's got nards. I'm pretty sure that um, this this phrase is everywhere. Like you can you can see it on t-shirts, buttons. Like it's it's all over the place. Oh yeah, it's definitely a cult following saying. I think even even people that haven't seen Monster Squad, they they even they know this quote. They maybe have seen yeah. it or heard it. Yeah, yes, they I know agree. this quote. So. Yeah. That's what it's from for all of you who didn't know. Classic scene, <laughs> yeah. I, I I love it. And it's 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 one of those scenes that that like the quote will live on in infamy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like oh, yeah. it's not, like it's always gonna be yes. always gonna be quoted. Iconic. Okay. Uh one more thing I wanted to mention. I wanted you to talk about this mostly, Nick, because you, you have you know more about this than I do. Let's talk about the soundtrack. Um, oh, yeah. let's talk about like your favorite song. Um, because, um, a lot of these songs you can't freaking get anywhere. Like you can't get on streaming Spotify, nowhere. So if you want to talk a little bit about that, feel free. 
the soundtrack's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> it really is. It's, it's instrumental throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. And then there's two songs that actually have lyrics. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he wanted to have a different type of soundtrack than a typical um, soundtrack of a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And I think he accomplished that. Yeah, I think so too. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, it's very unique. When you hear, when you hear the, the theme song with the amulet and you hear the female voices with the, oh, it's really fun. Like, you it, it know. Has, yeah, that what that's from, right? Like yeah. you've never heard it from anything else. It's super upbeat and fun and groovy, <laughs> you know. And so, I actually found on one of the uh, one of the uh, online where you can buy stuff, and actually found the soundtrack, and uh, I was able to finally purchase. Now this is years of looking, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they finally and they found they pressed it and finally released, it, and there's not many covers of it i was able to get a cd of it yeah it's like isn't it out of print still it is yeah. out of print yeah. but i was able to grab one and there's two songs done on there and it's one's called rock until you drop yeah that's the that's the one that i was looking for i couldn't find it i couldn't find it anywhere <laughs> and uh it is uh there's a scene in the movie where the kids like that night is the showdown of the monsters yeah and so like they they're sleeping and you hear the 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 you hear the um, the alarm going off, and he gets up, and they're like riding their bike, and all throughout the day you see the different kids doing things. I love that scene. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. yeah. And, and Rudy's there. He's making silver bullets and shop class and making mm. spike uh, stakes. It's a and perfect so, song. Perfect eighties aesthetic yeah. over oh, it. Yeah. yeah. Rock until you drop. Dance until your heart stops. It's I mean, perfect. It's just a fun upbeat song, mm. right? Yeah. And so there's that song. And then at the very end, which is one of my absolute favorite scenes, uh, when the monsters are defeated, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah. One of the characters, the youngest boy wrote, and you'll see it in the movie, wrote to the army. Now, I don't know how he knew the address oh, of the yeah. base, but he did. And it said, army. It said, army guys, monsters here, come yeah. quick. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, I remember that. And so at the very end of the movie, of course, it's like in any horror movie, right? The police, everybody shows up late. Like, yeah, they, they you know, always show up. Is. They always show up after everything goes so down. So the military, like, they're all coming in like, oh, 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 there's like tanks and yeah. everything coming, coming in. And all of a sudden, he's like, there's one guy, it's like this old man with, with, a, with a mustache and he has a, a cigar, you know. He's like iconic character. He's like, "Where's Eugene?" Yeah. He's like, the name of the kid. He's like, "Where's Eugene?" All right, son. Where are they? Yeah. Where are the monsters? <laughs> where are and the Eugene, who is, uh, I believe, Michael Faustino, which mm. that's another plug for you. He is the uh, brother of David Faustino, who played Bud Bundy and Married with Children. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember you saying so, that. So, and if you look at him, yeah, you can tell he looks like that. They're brothers, mm. but. All he says is, he says, and I quote, Mummy slept at my house. <laughs> and, and, then he, and then, end quote, or whatever. And, and the guy's like, Mummy slept and he's at like, my house. The, 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 the head general guy's like confused. He's like, can somebody tell me what the Sam Hill's going on here? <laughs> and then Sean comes over and he's like, well, we can't, sir. He's like, who are you? And he pulls out his business card that says Monster Squad. Yeah. And he hands it to him. And he like just stops. He's like, we're, We're the Monster, Monster Squad. Squad. <laughs> and as soon as you hear that, get back to the sound check. You hear the, you hear the bass of the, you hear the snare and stuff with the drum. Ding, ding, ding. 
And then the Monster Squad. There's this Monster Squad rap The Monster Squad rap. That's what it is. Yeah. That's how it ends. It's just awesome because it's like, he's like, who are you? And he holds him the car. He's like, we're the Monster Squad. And you like see all the kids kind of like standing with their hands folded and stuff. Like, like, yeah, we just did this. Yeah. And then at the very, like, you see them all. And one of my favorite parts of that scene is like the the old man, the scary German guy, mm-hmm. okay? And we're going to talk about him in a second mm-hmm. because there's something that a lot of people, you wouldn't notice when you're a kid oh, yeah. about him. Yeah, we got it. But he has the book and he just kind of just tosses it up in the yeah. air and stuff. And <laughs> the kids are high-fiving each other. and Yeah, so... It, even uh, my wife said, um, she even said later, she was like, that was a cute ending. I liked that. <laughs> oh, yeah. So it's it's... It just set set the whole mood and like perfect cherry on top to the ending, but yeah. Um, as far as uh, as far as the German fellow goes, um, way earlier in the movie when he is helping the boys helping the boys interpret what the uh, what the Van Helsing diary says, as the boys are leaving, they say to him, "Sir, you know a lot about monsters, huh?" And he looks at them and says. Actually, yes, I do. And then he shuts the door, and there's something written, something engraved into his wrist. And that kind of more or less reveals that he was a Holocaust survivor. Yes. And the monsters he was referring to were Nazis. Yes. Yeah. And that's really cool because when he's at there, I don't even know where they got scary German guy to begin with, but <laughs> he was... Uh, but if you, when they go into his room and they talk to him when he's talking about the amulet because he can read German, mm-hmm. is uh, he has like a B fifty two bomber from World War Two? Yeah, like he has all these collectibles. Like this is a really cool looking house. Like mm-hmm. I'd love to visit it. And then he, yeah, like Mike says, he he says, I bet you guys thought I because he has like broken English. Mm-hmm. He's like I bet you guys thought I was a monster, but I'm not. You know. If I was a vampire, would I have a reflection? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he like looks back and like, whoa, you know a lot about monsters. And yeah. Then he kind of looks down. He's like, yeah, I guess I, I do. And then it's 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 a wonderful shot. It is. It and really is. he pushes is. it and you see the tattoo on his arm mm-hmm. because, yes, he was in a Holocaust. He was in the Holocaust. So yeah. that, that to me is just kind of a cool thing from a historical perspective. It is, yeah. You wouldn't know that if when you're a kid five, six years right, old. You would have... You wouldn't get that reference. But yeah. when you look at it and he shows that, I'm like, yeah, he's a survivor of the Holocaust, so he knew what monsters were. They talked. You know? They talked about that scene a little bit in uh, on Shutter. They have this like um, they had this top ten top ten list of greatest uh, horror comedies, and I think Monster Squad was on that list. And they talked about that scene and how impactful it was and how cool it was. So, um, but yeah, we're at the end of my notes. Anything else you would like to add about the Monster Squad, Uncle Nick? Well, we didn't. We talked about Wolfman's Got Nards, but we did. There's a there's a lot of other quotes on that movie that I like. There's so many quotes. Oh, um, one I I do have to mention this this one quote towards the beginning when uh, the principal, the freaking principal, is talking yes. to the boys. And uh, the they're all three lined up, and he says something. He says something along the lines of. Uh, uh, monsters aren't. Oh, science is real. Math is real. Monsters aren't real, or something like that. Yeah. And then the boys. One of the boys is like, "Well, we don't know that, sir. <laughs> we don't know that, sir." 
<laughs> it's like such a smart aleck remark. It is, yeah. Like the like He's like <laughs> He's like, I was a kid once and by golly, I thought monsters were cool, but you know what else I think is cool? Science. That's is what cool. it was. <laughs> Science. And, is and, cool. and then he's like, I dig it, man. <laughs> he, puts, he like puts his thumbs up. He's like, I dig it, man. The principle's hilarious. I thought that was great. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, Spider with human head. Yeah, it's like <laughs> Well, we don't know that, sir. <laughs> well, we don't know that, sir. Yeah, these kids, the kid actors were great. Oh, like yeah. all of the kid actors were. Um I'm trying to think if I we missed much of anything else. I didn't want to go by the Well, the, I, I gotta I gotta mention really quick. Yeah, please do. When they're fighting the monsters, okay, in mm-hmm. the town square, Sean says, uh, hey a hole. And the wolf man turns around and he's like, You looked. <laughs> and he hits him, and then the dad puts this thing of dynamite he found in him, and he blows up. That's right, yeah. That's and then how the his body, ends. when the Wolfman's body's down the ground, because they think there's only there's more ways to kill a werewolf, his body goes. Oh yeah, comes it together, comes back together, which yeah. I think's really really cool. Mm-hmm. And then finally, there's redemption for Horace. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Horace, the the Gill Man, the creature they call him the Gill Man, which the the creature from the Black Lagoon. Right. Yep. That's who he stuff, is. And he comes up, and he comes out of the uh, he comes out of the sewer, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. And he's coming back, and he's like killing all these officers, and. Uh, Horace goes down and picks up a shotgun that's on the ground. Yeah. And he's like walking backwards. And the two kids that picked on him, EJ and Derek, are in like this comic book shop. Mm-hmm. He's like, EJ, let me in, EJ. And they're like scared and they're shaking oh, their yeah. head. No. And they like kind of hide. <laughs> yeah. And so Horace is like looking back at the monster and he like has the gun out in front of him and he just shoots the monster right in the chest and kills the gill man. Yeah. And then, and he's like kind of shocked. And then uh, EJ and Derek come out and they're like, "Fat kid, nice job." <laughs> and he looks like he looks with the most ticked off face. And he turns around at him and he said, "My name's Horace." And he goes like with a shotgun, <laughs> and it's like, and you hear like a climax. Da-da! Yeah. So he's like, "My name, like." I'm a BA now, you know. I was so glad because, like, I w- I felt so bad for him because everybody called him Fat Kid, and I'm like, that's My name's not Horace. Yeah, when he said that, I was like, heck yeah, that's Dude, right, buddy. Yeah, you gotta you gotta love that. One. <laughs> yeah. And Horace Horace. has another great line when they're trying to go into Shadowbrook Road. He's like, one Frankenstein's on our side. Two, my dad's a cop. Anybody messes with us, he kicks their beat. <laughs> you know. So there's a Sean moment, but Horace's the Horace's quote. He's like. Sean, you know, I was thinking about this Monster Squad thing. And uh, maybe we could be Math math Squad instead. You know, do problems. Or Nature Squad. You know, or Nature that, Squad. It's just like, you know, I just, it's this death thing I'm not too fond about. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, he's like Math Squad. Or Nature Squad. You know, go home. Look at trees. Not be dead. Right. It's this whole dead not thing. Not be I'm dead. Kind of, it's this whole dead, dead thing, thing I'm kind of... <laughs> Yeah, Horace is hilarious. Oh yeah. Oh god. Oh man. Oh yeah. Um I didn't I forgot to mention this too. Um apparently Liam Neeson was also up for the running for Count J- Dracula. And I was thinking about this uh when I was looking up this info. Um Liam Neeson today, like old Liam Neeson, I'm like, ah, eh, nah, I don't think that would work. But maybe a young Liam Neeson, maybe he could have been a good Dracula. I guess we'll never know at this point. Uh, I still think they made the right choice to oh, yeah. go with who they went to went with. But I thought that was kind of an interesting 
interesting little bit of information. Just to throw in another <laughs> quote, another scene that's iconic is Eugene is at his house, and it's hilarious. The dad opens up Eugene's door, and he's like, all you monsters, go on, get out of here. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, you on the bed. And there's like nothing there, obviously. And then, he, and then he's like, there, they all, they're all gone now. And he's like, and he point, Eugene shakes his head no and points to the closet. He's like, okay, they could be in the closet. And then he goes over there and he opens up the closet. He doesn't look in. Right. He's like, yeah. looking at the Eugene's like, ooh, look at the big scary monster. <laughs> and inside the closet is actually the mummy. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. And he's like, a- mm, like that. And he's like, Keep this. You are not sleeping with your mother and I tonight. You keep this up, and you're not going to be able to read those monster comics. And then Eugene turns back around, and all you see is a door, is a window open, and a piece of the mummy. Oh yeah, leaving. And then he like puts his hands over his eyes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all you monsters, oh, get it. Yeah. And then he's like, "Ooh, look at the big scary monster!" Like he's like. And, this, and, like, he really is a monster in there, you know? Right, yeah. Like, he's clearly hiding in there. Oh, I forgot about that. And then the police officers <laughs> speak on the mummy is when the mummy first gets reported missing at the museum. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember he's, he's, that, uh, too. The the one gentleman who plays his partner, he's, like, asking him all these questions. He's like, he's like, did you hear anything? He's like, no, I didn't hear anything. Hello? He's like, I would have heard something. He's like, did you take him? And he's like, I didn't take him. He's like, ah, worth a shot. I don't know. Like, you know, like, like he's just being like a, a, a butthead. Total, yeah. Total totally. butthead. But, you know, there's this, man, folks, I'm, I'll tell you, everyone, we could go on for hours about we this We could, movie. yeah. You have to go see this movie. I'm going to tell you, first out, it is... It's a wonderful, fun movie. Mm-hmm. It has a little bit of scariness. Yeah, it's but got some... it has a lot of fun in it. Mm-hmm. I like to give a disclaimer that there is some stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, there is a little bit of strong language. Like I said, some things that that are would definitely be like bullying and stuff today. But mm-hmm. overall, just like the idea, it was Goonies with monsters. It was, yeah, is what it was. And you also have to understand at the time in 1987. This movie didn't get a lot of rep because no, it didn't. my favorite vampire movie was released that year and that hit big in the box office, which is The Lost Boys. That, and yeah. we're going to do a podcast about that one. We too. have to do one on The Lost Boys. That is for my sure. favorite vampire movie. That would be my second favorite monster movie. It's way up there for me, too. Uh, I didn't realize, yeah, that came out in the same year that this did. Same year, and so they were battling that. Yeah, that's probably, that's a hard, that's a tough one to to go up against for sure. Um, Keith Sutherland, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And Corey Ham and Corey Feldman, well known names. Sure. You know. Eventually, this, eventually, Monster Squad became a cult classic, but like it it took a while to get to that point. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's a horror comedy. I mean, like Nick said, it has some questionable stuff that you might not feel comfortable watching with your family. But, I mean, it's not really that. I think that you could watch it with pretty much anybody, and it would still be a good time. Um, and it's not very long. No. It's only like an hour and 18 minutes. Yeah, it's really short. It's not a very long <laughs> It's really, It is really short. I didn't, I, I didn't even think about that fact. When the first time I saw it, I was like, wow, that flew by. But you don't notice it. You don't, it's just... It's nonstop fun for the whole time. It is. Um, so, highly recommend it. You could you could stream it. You could rent it on streaming. Uh, I don't think that it's streaming free anywhere, as far as I know. 
Um, I recommend, I mean, this being the Boomstick Video Club podcast, we recommend you buy it on physical media, obviously. (laughs) Go get the Blu-ray, DVD, VHS, whatever you want to do. But um, uh, physical media is a dying breed, and you need to hoard up on it. And I think that you'll thank yourself in the long run, because... um, when the internet goes down, when the apocalypse happened, what the heck are you gonna do? You're gonna <laughs> you're gonna watch your DVDs. That's what you're gonna do. What's gonna survive the VHS player? And I have. <laughs> you know, I actually um, lunch meat VHS. They're like a brand. They're a brand that um, is all about the preservation of VHS, and uh, they teach you how to keep your VCRs in good shape. And they teach you how to clean your VCRs, and they teach you how to keep your tapes in good condition. So if you're interested in that kind of thing, check them out. Um, keep your VCR good. You hope it plays good. <laughs> you play good. I think my tapes play pretty good. <laughs> I think my tapes pretty pretty good tonight. Uh, I like how we started with that and pretty much ended with that quote. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, we went for pretty much almost an hour. So... Um, Yeah, we would like to thank all of you for listening to the show, and we're glad to be back, and uh, we actually, um, we wanted to talk, to do an episode, now that you mention it, we got to do an episode on Lost Boys, but uh, another one that was really, a really special movie to Nick and I was The Burbs, and uh, we definitely want to talk about that one too, that's, that one Oh man, I, th- I, we might, we might get in trouble with that one because we will, we will be going off on tangents pretty much the whole time during that movie, talking oh, yeah. about that movie. Um, if you haven't seen the Burbs, you, get on it, watch it now before that episode comes out. You got to yeah. check that one out. Um, so yeah, anything else you want to add, Uncle Nick? Guys, it's been great being back. Here. Heck yeah! It's, I mean, Boomstick Video Club's a family, right? Heck yeah! You know, whether you're near or far, man, you're your family. So it's good to be here. It's good to be back with everybody. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we can keep this thing going a little bit more frequently. Yeah, we're going to try. Know, we're going to try our try best. With, you know, so we'll definitely uh, keep things rolling, man, because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we love doing this. And uh, we love hearing back from you guys. Yeah. So if you guys ever have comments or anything or you guys ever suggest anything like, hey, yes. you guys ever talked about this or something? We'd love to because you know as I, as much as you all know out there, we both are humble people. We're going to say we don't know everything and we don't. Right, of course not. So mm. and we've not seen everything. So there mm. might be some like, hey guys, check this out, and we'd love to watch it mm-hmm. and uh, maybe throw something in about it, or you never know. That and that's how you find out about a lot of cool things. So let yeah, us know. Let us know if you guys mm-hmm. have any uh, comments or anything like that, or absolutely something that'd be great. We we love the feedback. You can uh, you can hit us up on all social media at Boomstick Video. Um, send us a message on there anytime you want to. We'd be happy to chat. Um, so yeah, it's good to be back. Party on! Party on! Rock and roll! Rock and roll! Party on! Thanks for listening. Be kind. Rewind or die. <laughs>